There's something outside. What is that? radios on the shoulders of giants talking old timers with Thomas Steenberg, the one, the only, another great show coming at you. Thomas, how's it going? I'm doing just fine, really. Doing just fine. Had a strange phone call from someone from Massachusetts earlier today. You did? Yeah, she was trying to tell me that he knew somebody who plays baby sounds in the bush and has Sasquatch coming to see him all the time. Uh, in Massachusetts? Massachusetts, yeah. And so I asked, well, did this person take any pictures or video? He said, no, because they want to protect the Sasquatch. And then I, <laughs> then, uh, well, then why is he even telling people about it? <laughs> Yeah, you got to love those they want to protect the Sasquatch stories. Um, I really don't think that, number one, they need much protection from us because we can't even find them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm well, sure he can't find them either. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's interesting that you say the baby cry thing because I couldn't tell you how many people – that I know legit people that have heard that baby cry sound out when they were squatching, and they'd go towards it, and then it would get further away, and, and it was almost like it was leaving them in the woods for whatever Well, oh, I had no problem with that. I've actually tried that myself at times. What I have a problem with is he's saying that this fellow communicate with Sasquatch all the time but couldn't back it up with anything but take my word oh. for it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's not going to work. So well, especially no. with you. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so yeah, it's been a minute since we did a show because I've had like, oh my god, it's just been. I thought last year was going to be the end of all the um, health issues, but don't you know the first thing happens in the first uh, part of the new year is I come down with that nasty virus that so many people are getting and. I mean, it has held on to me for over a month. I just got my voice back. I swear I ate so much Mucinex. I swear I, I, I ate every 12 hours I was eating Mucinex for two weeks. It was awful. But you're feeling I, okay I, now. Yeah, I mean, I can finally breathe again. Getting okay. back to being able to breathe without, you know, taking medicine to do so. It's just been really rough, but I mean, I know a lot of people who've been sick for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then you think it's going away, and then it comes back, so it's been awful. But nonetheless, we are back. The show must go on, and we have an excellent guest for everybody tonight. Uh, it's somebody that Thomas actually knows in person, which makes me really jealous because I haven't been able to meet Thomas yet in person. So, um, is a, a really interesting gal out of West Texas who has a very colorful uh, past um, involving the Sasquatch community, has her own podcast, traveled abroad to South Korea. Well, she lived in South Korea for three years, but she's traveled to China and Thailand. I mean, she's just on the go. And her name is Nikki Cologne. And she is in the studio. And Nikki, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good to see you and, well, not see, but hear you guys. 
<laughs> yes, we're so glad to be able to get the show together. I know I've had to cancel a couple times the last few times we try to get this together out of different reasons going on. So I guess three times a charm. So we're going to go with this. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get it done. Yeah, but we'll get it done. Yes. So Nikki is out like out of West Texas, as I said. Now, uh, Nikki, let me ask you this: um, Do you do much at the the big thicket at all? Or I know that's on the other side of the state, but yep, that's pretty been... much about twelve hours. <laughs> twelve hours from yeah, where I'm at. Yeah, I know at, it's quite so the drive. It's pretty far. Yeah, pretty pretty far. Um, I do most of the stuff I'm doing right now up in New Mexico. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I got a. I have the Sacramento Mountains that are about two hours north of where I'm at right now. Well, that makes it really uh, nice for you. I mean, that's beautiful country up there. Um, I know you've oh, been one hundred percent interested in the Bigfoot and cryptids for some time, but you actually would be in what we call, I guess, the Bigfoot community since 2013. So you've been around for uh, over a decade now, and um, Oh, I can't even believe it. Yeah, it time flies. <laughs> I know, doesn't it? And I know you're interested in, been uh, fascinated with different cryptids, but Sasquatch in particular. Now, is there a reason why that is? Have you had some type of encounter, or how did that come to be? Uh, no, um, I guess younger I was interested in all the different kind of cryptids, but as I grew older... And I'm an avid reader, but I, for me, Bigfoot was the only thing I felt I could uh, backtrack a lineage, you know, that I could Mm -hmm. uh, believe that, okay, it could fit somewhere in our evolutionary ladder of life. Somewhere Mm -hmm. it could fit, you know. It's a hairy hominid. It has an opposable thumb. Brow Ridge, it, there were things that I could definitely connect with our past. And so that's what made me uh, become more interested in something that I really believed they're out there. And um, there's certain things that I can track for that, you know. But mm-hmm. not so much of other things you can do that, you know. No, exactly. Yeah. Like the Chupacabra. People can't even agree to what right. it looks like, you know. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> exactly. So, but you you grew up camping and and having a love for the outdoors and being in the woods. So you're you're acclimated and familiar with the woods, and you know, it, it seems to me that you would feel comfortable out there investigating this this you know Sasquatch enigma yeah, as yeah. we call it. Yeah, so yeah, and you my, say my dad was to, um, very I was yeah, just going to say that my dad was very straightforward, you know, if there was sounds in the woods, he wasn't like, "Ooh, scary" or whatever. He was like, "Oh, that's just an elk. Oh, that's just this or what, you know." He was very straightforward with the way he taught us. So, I never really grew up with the whole scary stuff and right. um so, you know, it was okay to be out there in the woods camping and Sweet. hiking and stuff. Well, now you you and Thomas met back in 2023 at the Mount St. Mount St. Helens Shindig, Washington State. Yep. And that was a yes, joint alliance between the, the Bigfoot Adventures of U.S. and Canada. And you guys came together, did some exploring, and some, did some food and fellowship. And it sounds like you guys had a really good time. Oh, it was a blast. I, I had a great time. It was a, a wonderful success. It was our first shindig, and that's exactly what we intended it to be, was a fellowship, was to bring a bunch of us who had gotten together online and had done podcasts together and wanted to meet, you know, and sit down and have that wonderful uh, camaraderie and sit around that campfire and and talk 
and walk around in the woods in the middle of the night, you know? <laughs> right. But we we uh-huh. had a good time. And uh, Thomas, you know, who doesn't want Thomas Steenberg along for the ride? So right. we were really thrilled that he was able to come and, and join us for this event. Yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, a good get-together, and and I'll tell you, there's no country more beautiful than in around the Mount St. Helens region of Washington State. It is For absolutely sure. fantastic. I couldn't recommend it enough, especially the area that did not get destroyed in 1980. <laughs> right. When the north face of the mountain blew out, even though that's recovering nicely now. This area where we were at was sort of like just south, uh, south a little southwest of the of the mountain in the, in the area that wasn't touched by the eruption in 1980. Well, that yeah. whole area there where you guys sounds like you were at has a long history of sightings. Oh yes. Yep. We were actually in Jay Birch's uh, encounter site. So we actually were camping in a place where we had Jay Birch with us, and uh, we were able to hear his story and, you know, tromp around exactly where he saw Bigfoot. Hmm. So it's always uh, nice to be in the actual area, you know. You hear a lot of encounter stories, but when you're there and hearing it, it's quite a different experience. Right. It it truly is, and there was some kind of there was a little bit of evidence that there could be a, a creature or two in the area too at the time. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. As soon as we got there, yeah. As soon as we got there, they had a potential footprint that was found, and um, it looked good. I mean, we had Thomas there to lay. <laughs> He laid himself flat down on the ground, and he analyzed this footprint, this potential footprint. And uh, what did you think about that, Thomas? I thought it it looked perfectly calm. I couldn't figure out uh, how somebody could have uh, done this with a boot print or anything like that. And I couldn't figure out. It didn't look to me in close examination like it was an overlapping bear track of some kind. It almost looked to me like something bipedal, but, uh, you know, barefoot, had walked into the clearing, stopped, and then turned around and went back the way it had come. Uh, and, and the area where these tracks were found was an area that we had cordoned off for uh, other potential uh, people in this group to camp. And yeah. uh, But it... it, it Apparently, as I get it straight, that, those tracks weren't there the day before. Was that what he said? That's what they said because earlier it had rained. Right. And so there wasn't, you know, they didn't see anything prior to that Jay hadn't mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. And then it rained, and then we started to come in, and the first to come in was Dakota, mm-hmm. and he's the one who ended up seeing the print. Yeah, he was the the one who initially found it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember and he just... He, and, and they were... Right, all, he was... Yeah. <laughs> sorry. He, uh, he wasn't even a Bigfooter. He wasn't a researcher. He was just there to uh, meet everybody and to cook for us because he was a barbecue guy. <laughs> Oh my God! So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you, this so is how big was this footprint? Did you get a, a measurement? A good measurement? I can't. Was it seven, seventeen, Thomas? I can't remember. <laughs> About fifteen. Fifteen inches long. 15. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting, and, and was, I guess there was another one too. Yeah, there was a, a number of tracks there, but it was the it was the one that was in the clearing when it was actually stepped on the ground. 
And of course, the ground, even though it had rained the day before, it was awful dry. Yeah. It was awful dry. The whole area was rather tinder dry. There was a fire ban on, so we couldn't have a, mm. a proper wooden campfire. We had to use propane because mm. was a, yeah. there was a, a fire ban on, so we had to be very careful. And uh, the, these possible tracks were uh, were not there the day before, and suddenly they were. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, as the week went by, um, we were finding, you know, other potential signs of prints. We, you know, they're potential prints, but they were interesting nonetheless. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of got our blood going there for a little bit. So you never know. <laughs> Other than the, our boot prints on the trail itself, we hardly left any marks in the ground at all. At least I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we we tested that quite often, and we couldn't see our own tracks. No. So when you did see tracks, it was interesting how, you know, how that happened, and something mm-hmm. quite heavy would have uh, made those tracks. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people attended the... the um the conference, or not conference, I would say get-together. We had uh, 13 people camping, and uh, two others showed up for the day, uh, during the day on one of the days. So it was it was perfect. I yeah. think had we had too many, we more than that, it would have been too many to be mm-hmm. tromping around and to, to really, right. it would have ended up just being... Um, more of a just a get together kind yeah. of camp thing, but because we had thirteen, and several of them didn't go, didn't want to go into the woods, it was quite nice because we had small group, you know, who did go out at night, right. and it it was uh, nice. It was nice. Yeah, there were but, a few uh, people there who were family members that weren't really keen, like the teenage girls and stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, weren't yeah, really, yeah. they weren't really interested all that much in stomping around in the woods at night. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but yeah. the, the 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 researchers there, it was small groups, and it was it was, um, and Brent Brent had his uh, little tricks there to try to attract attention. Or Sasquatch, and uh, uh, it, it went rather well. I just wish we had a, would have had a good sighting. The problem is whenever you have a bunch of people like this sit together, and if there's too many, you're bound and determined to get a couple of people who are more like, I'm going to do something to get everything excited, you know, and you know, and they start <laughs> saying they see things when they really didn't and stuff like that and so yeah. I but I didn't experience it that with this group. So it was, it went right. pretty I didn't well. Experience anybody throwing rocks, Thomas, and saying that oh my gosh, that had to be a Bigfoot throwing that rock. <laughs> no matter of fact I don't think there was a single rock throwing incident in the whole trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the one Nikki wanted to throw at me a few times. That's what I'm I'm sure. Just when you'd scare me. Just when you'd scare me. <laughs> he had a habit of hiding himself in the trees, and I'd be coming around the corner in the dark. <laughs> it's so only partially true. I mean... <laughs> uh, you got me that one time. I was just standing there. It was so dark. Oh, you no. It was so dark. You, if you didn't have your lights on, you couldn't see two feet in front of you. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of ran right straight into Thomas there. It was hilarious, though. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but that's what you do, right? You have to go dark right. and see what happens. So <laughs> we we did that, and uh, it was quite the experience when you're sitting there in the dark. Even though you know you had you know, three or four people around you, once, you know, a certain time period goes by, you're, you just feel like you're completely alone. Mm. <laughs> and 
uh, that uh, it's kind of an overwhelming feeling, but it was good. It was uh, the first time I had felt like that, and, um, you know, you can kind of hear your heart beating and thinking, wow, you know, what if you hear something get thrown at you right now? What would you do? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But um, right. But it was uh, pretty quiet, but it ended up being a pretty nice, quiet, uh, well, three or four days until Thomas left and Brent left. And that last night, of course, there were no equipment up. Nothing was going. We started hearing stuff out in the woods that last night. And um, I don't know if it was a bear. At first I thought it was a bear because um, whatever it was was going through the garbage. But something came up to the back of my tent and uh, stomped three times up to the corner leaned into the tent and went cha like that. And I waited to hear like uh, snorting and sniffing and scratching, but there was nothing, nothing. And you were in the tent. And then it just, yeah, I was in the tent. And it was one of those ice houses, so it just, it's just the canvas tent but it has no bottom to it it's you're just on the ground mm, okay so that particular uh ice tent you can't just oh, peek out the windows because they were flaps that were up go up and down from the outside of the tent so i couldn't even look out to see what was going on and but initially i had the sensation I just I froze because I thought it was a bear I thought it was going to be a bear trying to get in and but it walked away or went away I don't know what it was and in the morning I thought we were going to wake up to a huge mess with the garbage everywhere but to my surprise there was not a mess that whole night that something was going through the garbage, only a few things were spilled out. The Hmm. big old foil packs that we had, because, you know, there were a bunch of barbecue guys over there, so there were these huge uh, foil packs with the meat drippings in there. They were opened up, and they were empty. They were, like, licked clean. They weren't shredded. They weren't ripped. They were just opened up and licked clean. So there was a lot of weirdness, very weird, that happened that last night. And uh, Jen, Jen Watkins, who was with us that uh, week, she was finding footprints all over the place that morning in camp, bare footprints, Mm. little ones. They weren't huge. They were not big. So... And um, there at the camp, there's a section that kind of dipped down to the creek. That whole area was wet. It was like, you know, something coming in and out of the water right there, which was weird because I didn't hear that. And I was, my tent was the closest to, you know, that area. But I didn't hear, like, animals coming in and out of the water, although that creek was very loud. Don't you agree, Thomas? It was loud. It was was a little dam there that made it even uh, a little louder. Uh, That's what we crossed on all the time, that little little bridge is actually a little dam. And yeah. uh, on one side of it, it was like a four-foot drop down the water. The other side of it, the water was right there. And uh, at least I think it was a dam or it was just logs over a, a little waterfall or whatever it was. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but all this happened. I, I had left to come back to Canada that morning, I believe, and Brent had left just yeah. after. 
Yeah, and this happened that yeah. last night. Yeah. One thing that did happen when we were all there is, and we picked it up, and it was kind of strange on our uh, sound equipment, was a the, a falling tree, which was a, a, a large dead snag that picked that particular time to topple over. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was huge. <laughs> does a large tree make noise in the wood? Yes, it does. <laughs> it makes we, a huge sound. Yeah, we just proved that theory out there. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, yeah. the guys went out there several times to look for that tree and could not find it. Mm-hmm. And you would think that they would have found it very easily because we could between me and Jen and Dakota in the morning, because this was, it had happened right when we had gone to bed. And in the morning, we all pointed to the same exact place that we heard it come from. And still, you know, they couldn't, couldn't find it. They couldn't find what tree fell out there. Well, I thought Brent, uh, Brent found one that uh, he figures was it. He found, uh, yeah, he did find one that looked like, it would have been the one, but it looks kind of old. And he well, said yeah, it had it cob, cobwebs on it. So yeah, I don't know was, if... It was a dead snag, so it, it just yeah. waited all over, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But who knows? We don't know if it just picked that moment to topple over or it was pushed. Yeah, yeah that's we don't know. So, yeah. But it was kind of funny for Nick. It wasn't any... Nikki was listening to the recording for hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the sound I was and trying to... All again to get back to the point. <laughs> we didn't, she didn't know what, what, what was it. You didn't know at what point it had happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was not my recorder, so it was using uh-huh. somebody else's recorder I didn't know. And... Um, <laughs> It happened, but I didn't know what number I was looking at, and, oh, it was a mess. I had to look for it twice, and anybody <laughs> out there who's ever uh, had to go through audio knows what I'm oh, talking yeah. about. If, if, you know, you're looking through hours and hours, and all of a sudden you don't get the number right, and, oh, my God, it was a mess. And uh, it, was, it was funny, but, you know, what do you do? We had to look <laughs> – we had to check the audio, so <laughs> – Somebody had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like fun. Are you guys going to do it again next year? Yeah, we want to plan this next shindig up in Canada. Oh, so my. We're at, yeah, we want to do we're, – we're trying to figure out right now where exactly we want to have it. Our first um, place we think is uh, Harrison Hot Springs. Ooh. up there and um but we don't know because there's some other things that are going to be happening in Canada. So, uh we actually Thomas, we need to get together with the gang and and uh have our first meeting so we can uh put some uh things to rest on where we actually want to go, the dates and all of that good stuff, you know. Mhm. Cuz this year uh, well, our first year we had Jay Birch, who actually lives uh, really close to the area we were going. So we had somebody on point to actually go and check the areas out and find campgrounds. But this year, you know, there is we don't have anybody right there in Harrison Hot Springs. You know, Thomas is in Vancouver, and and right. everybody else is kind of spread out between. Michael's up in Calgary, so it's like that's too far for him to be running back and forth. Mm. So, um, you know, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll make it happen somehow. But I also hear that uh, I think Alberta's going to have a in uh, some type of um, conference or something coming up right around that time we want to go. So uh, we'll see. Maybe we plan something around that same time as the conference, mm-hmm. and we could also attend the conference as well. It's, you know, there's some possibilities there. So 
that's all stuff we need to talk about with the the main group mm-hmm. and see what com- we can come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that, that, in and around the North Dag area in Alberta. Yeah, in the Big Horn Dam. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. We'll figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. now let's talk about Nikki. Um, are you? Where do you go as far as active investigating when you're able to get out? What? I know you're in. Well, Texas. I just you... now. Yeah, I I'm just now starting that journey. That part of my um, uh, my way into the Bigfoot. I've I've been a armchair researcher for a very long time. Um, I got my podcast, Sasquatch Secrets, which is it's doing pretty good. It's it's a slow growth channel because I talk about the stuff a lot of people don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to bring on a panel of guests to talk about those hoaxes, the hoodwinks in the community, things, the historical events that have shaped our community. And sometimes people don't like to talk about you know, those deceits, those things that kind of give us a bad name. But I really feel that it's an important thing to do that we archive all this information so that people who are coming brand new into this community have a place to go to see all this information and to make up their own minds. So that's where... what was that, Thomas? Oh, I was just going to say, as a matter of fact, your podcast originally was called Sasquatch Hoaxes and Hoodwinks, wasn't it? Uh, Harry Man. Harry, Harry, Harry Man, Man Hoaxes and Hoodwinks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that was the original. But I wasn't getting a whole lot of people uh, looking up Harry Man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, just, I decided to change that to Sasquatch Secrets. And that also opened me up to be able to talk about other things. And, yeah, so it's uh, good. Thomas has been on several times and has helped me out. He's a great help and great archivist and has a lot of knowledge about, you know, the history, our history. So um, he's invaluable when it comes to that type of topic. I totally agree. He's like like living history, like a walking dictionary of facts. And Absolutely, I liked, yeah. I liked your <laughs> podcast because somebody had to talk about those things, the hoaxing and and, and the yeah. silly and the problems <laughs> with the community in general. I mean, you you got to cover that stuff. You can't just ignore it and pretend it's not there. Yeah. Right, right. Because yeah, you know, some people say, "Why didn't you? Why do you have to talk about it? Just ignore it." But that just gives them permission to do it more. And Mm -hmm. it takes away from the real researchers who are out there, you know, killing themselves every weekend out there trying to find answers. And instead we have to worry about all these people creating these encounters and making up stories that, you know, make a lot of people believe them. And mm-hmm. it, it just hurts. It hurts the community. So, you know, if you want to believe these people, fine. But I just try to allow people to find or help them find those red flags. I'm real big on the red flag identity. You know, just if something's not right, then keep that in mind. Don't just let it slide. And... uh Tally those things up because you'll be surprised how many things you're going to say, wow, that's not right, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm real big about if you have to draw a circle, change a color, uh, enhance a picture, then it is not good. It is not good enough. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't share it. If you have to alter oh, anything, absolutely. it's not good enough. So that's, you know, that's the message I I like to get out on my podcast. As for my me researching, I'm just now starting that journey. 
I have an area up in the Sacramento Mountains that uh, I've gone out to uh, once and ex- did a four-day thing up there just looking for the right areas. I've hooked up with a a really smart lady up there, and her name is E.C., and uh, who had a sighting in this particular area, and she is uh, she is straightforward, man. She's she's the real deal. There's no way she's hoaxing this uh, event she had because she is so much not for the hoaxers. She call out anybody for anything. And uh, hopefully this spring, you know, we're going to start tromping around out there. She's going to show me uh, the area she's been looking at for the last 10 years. She had one sighting, and she has been looking for it ever since. Mm. Was it the sighting that got her interested, or, or was she looking when she had it? No, she was up there just, uh, she took her, her elderly mom up to this old forest road uh, mm-hmm. to look at the scenery. They would sit and have lunch up there. So they were going up this forest road when this thing went flying down the mountain a- across mm. her truck. And I... um, she jumped She jumped out and went to see it and watched it uh, run all the way down the hill. And her description of that body of this creature was amazing. I mean, she she said it had a perfect perfect body, you know, if you were to see it from behind. And but that that interview is on my ch- channel. You can find that. Um, I think I have it labeled as the encounter with EC. Mm-hmm. And it's this really good little encounter. We walk right to the area. I see the whole. I show the whole uh, way that it ran through, and we talk in depth about it. Sweet. Yeah. And you've been doing so it since 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I've been going out there, and then we did the. Of course, I did my first. It wasn't. It was like a mini expedition with us there in, in um, the Mount St. Helens area because you know it was kind of a double duty thing, getting to know everybody and having fun and and um, meeting Thomas and some other people from Canada, Michael um, Gallagher. So it was it was a good experience, and that really gave me the bug. To go out there myself, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So yeah, before then, you know, I've got my kids, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm real involved in the school. So it's hard, you know, when you're have that role and you have to stick around home, and uh, it's not, it's two hour drive for me to get up there. So it's not like I can just go during the day and come back. I, it, it's, right. it's planned events that I have to do. So. Um. But we're going to make it work now. My kids are old enough to take care of themselves now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's mama's turn. It's mama's turn That's to have right. some fun. Yeah, for sure. So I am definitely want to do that. Well, I'll well, make you- sure, Nikki, if you, if you end up coming up here in this area, B.C., we'll take a day and... Uh, I'll take you to the Ruby Creek Chapman mm. or the Chapman Oh, house. my God. Yeah. That so would be amazing. Yeah. And uh, now I'll take you to tunnel number four where Jacko was allegedly captured and uh, show you there and show you around Harrison and um, oh, Harrison yeah. Hot. And they, they should be in the new museum by that time, so... They're finishing up on it now. Yeah. Nice. Is nice. that in Harrison Hot Springs? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Harrison Hot Springs, yeah. And that's where some of your stuff is, isn't it, Thomas? Yeah, a lot of it. Uh, I'm not. I'm in Mission. I'm only about 45 minutes from Harrison Hot Springs. Wow. Yep, 
yep, I'm going to take, I want to take a couple of weeks so that I have time to do all that because, you know, it's not like I can get to Canada all the time. So no. If I'm, <laughs> no. if I'm going to mm-hmm. do that, <laughs> i got to make it worth my time and uh, get up there and see it all. I'm going to try to squeeze it all in. <laughs> yeah. You have a passport, right? Um, I'm currently getting, I'm, well, <laughs> I, my stuff is getting an official passport right now because I'm also going to be going to Italy this year. <laughs> so that's another, that's a whole nother thing, but that is with my husband. He's going to be working there in Italy. And uh, so they have my marriage license right now. So I have to wait till that comes back from Washington <laughs> and then I can apply for my regular passport. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why yeah. would you go to Italy? There's no Sasquatch there. No. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, but I'm not moving there. I'm just uh, going to go visit him while he's over there so <laughs> doing his job. But it's kind of a cool thing. <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Pretty fortunate. Yeah, I, I wouldn't pass by that opportunity. I mean, yeah. I just cannot understand why a woman would want to go to romantic Italy with her ah. husband and go into the woods <laughs> while she's by the That's funny, yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, gosh, where am I going to go? I'm going to go to Tekan. I want to go do this. I want to do that. I want to go up to the mountains. I want to – there's going to – this year's going to go by pretty fast, I think. And, <laughs> We're going to have to see. We'll see how far I can stretch that tax return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, just to clarify, Nikki, the reason you changed the name of your podcast was to get away from that airy man in the title. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because when I was looking at my, my – um, algorithm and uh, all my metrics for my my show it it was not being looked up it wasn't something that was part you know people were looking for tons of people were looking at sasquatch bigfoot searching they were searching those names but after uh, you changed the title did you notice an increase yes yes i did yeah absolutely did as soon as I changed it, um, it was coming up in the searches and stuff. So it was a good, it was a good move. It was a good move. Yeah, yeah. And the title now is Sasquatch Secrets. Yep, it sure mm-hmm. is. Now where Come can they find that at? That's on YouTube. You can uh, YouTube. just okay. search up Sasquatch Secrets or at Nikki Cologne. Uh, both will lead you right to the channel. And uh, we do a, I do a live show every Sunday at 5 p.m. Mountain. And, um, yeah, we get together and have a good time. Usually. <laughs> usually we have a good time. Usually. Well, we usually have a pretty good discussion. Yeah. <laughs> show I did with you, we, we, we were discussing the Ruby Creek incident, was it not, with Jerry? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. You know, they're yeah. all good with you, Thomas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, sure. Yeah, I like to do those historic ones. They're they're fun to go through for sure. We did we did Jacko. We did Jacko together. We did mm-hmm. Albert Osman. Albert Osman together. Mm-hmm. We did. I think we did Ape Canyon together. Mm-hmm. Um, then we just did the Ruby Creek incident. Mm-hmm. And I'm missing somebody. And we and we did a few episodes with uh, when we were talking about hoaxing and hoaxes. I think we did the massacre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did the big massacre. Yeah. That was a big one. Yeah, that was a really big one. <laughs> For sure. And I think we even did a P- PG, uh, Patterson Gimlin one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's good. all they're all good topics, you know. You always bring up something different, so. Mhm. Mhm. 
Yeah, for sure. And, yeah, Thomas uh, definitely has trying. his story. I'll... Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong on this subject. It's always interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Mm. Sometimes I think, oh, man, what am I going to talk about? You know, I've already talked about this and that, and then something will come up that will spur on a new topic. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just going to go for it, you know, come up with a clever promo, and then away I go. <laughs> hmm So if I can yeah, I like uh, get you know, a couple you... of people there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the banner back between the between the guests can go on pretty interestingly too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, we've talked about money, Bigfoot and money. We've talked about uh, misidentifying animal, you know, Sasquatch, feral man, bear, suits. Um, we've talked about. Well, recently I also talked about the big thicket fiasco with Bob Garrett. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and that's the one that uh, you didn't come. <laughs> no, you were that's sick. That's the you one that I was so sick I could hardly <laughs> lift my hand that day. I was like, you've got to Yeah, be yeah. I was, oh, I was so furious that I had to miss that. But I, I, I could barely squeak out a word. <clears throat> so yeah, it was awful. No, it, it's. Yeah, we don't want you to be sick on air. Um, no. I've had Alex Pettic- Alex Petikoff came on to talk about uh, the drive to discovery and what drives him to keep, you know, doing what he does. I've even had Rick Dyer on, and I've interviewed him twice. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I haven't show. heard yeah. anything about Rick for a long time. Oh, he's still up to his shenanigans. <laughs> is he is he still living in Florida? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, right now he is in Georgia. I want to say he's not. He's he's moved several times. I don't know where he's at hmm. right now, but he's still doing the car business stuff. But he is absolutely coming back into the community. So beware. Mm-hmm. Oh. He, does, yeah, he doesn't have a back. Uh, Sasquatch body in one of the back of his cars, does he? <laughs> no, but he <laughs> he uh, decorated his truck all up again, and uh, oh, and man. has a has a new uh, gang of people, and supposedly he's got some kind of uh, uh, expedition or something funded that he's going to be hmm. having on TV. So I don't know what's up Is with that. that. Right? <laughs> yeah. So. Be aware of that. That'll be coming. And that'll cause for a big sure. old rift for a while, I guess. For sure. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. people, they get bored with nothing to talk about in the community. So something something like that will definitely upset the, the cart. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so have a pretty good, uh, some great shows, you know. Got to come check it out, people. Absolutely. Indeed, I highly recommend it. Anyone out there listening, if you want to check out a good podcast, go to Nikki's show, Sasquatch Secrets. You won't be disappointed. Thank you. Thank you very much. I just try to keep it honest, you know. Keep it honest. That's the one. uh, Stick to the facts. (laughs) Stick to the facts, Uh, like Thomas says. And uh, mm-hmm. you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not hope. I always nah. tell that to everybody. So if you're if you don't hoax, you'll be fine in this community. Just don't mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> Nikki will be talking about you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll be talking you get it. You'll and there's get it. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm not the only one. There are some other people who do that too, but um, <laughs> but for sure, um, we have our opinions. You know, everybody has their opinions, and it's okay. It's okay. We're just uh, pointing out the facts, and uh, hopefully, you're on the right side of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. so many people find it so easy to hoax, though. They just, and, and yeah, I, they one do. thing that really aggravates me is the self-hoaxing that pe- some people do, and they they do it so well they start to believe what they're saying to themselves. They right. yeah. It's almost like they believe their own, they tell their lies so much that they actually start to believe it themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, sometimes it's a little scary because it's quite delusional, and you just got to wonder what's going up in that brain of some people, you know? It's like, hmm, interdimensional yeah. Sasquatch coming from a planet down here, and there are trees sometimes, and then other times they become Sasquatch. I mean, that's I'm sorry, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's it's gonna it's gonna be like that because everybody has their own little niche, you know, their their own little clique, and yep. they're very loyal to that clique. So it's hard when uh, you try to bring up any type of receipts or proof of malfeasance. Uh-huh. You're gonna get you're gonna get it, you know, from from those people. And, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, you, know, you know, the people who like that, when they listen to the Nikki show, their blood probably boils because no one likes it when you shoot their Santa Claus. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, they, they'll they attack me, but they can't attack my words or anybody else, you know, who does this type of work because they can't. They don't have the receipts or the proof to prove mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah, so and always I remember, don't... Nick, when they start hurling insults at you, they're just admitting they've lost the argument. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, they have... Brent will always tell me that. He'll always tell me to look at the source yeah, and don't they, worry about it, you know. So... They have found <laughs> an argument, and therefore they're attacking. So that's what it has. That's what it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I know that I'm exactly. in a lot of people's block bin <laughs> <laughs> and Facebook and yeah, other social yeah. media. You know, they they just don't like the confrontation. And I'm and I'm not doing it in a mean spirited way. I'm doing it in a and look, you know, literally. Can you explain to me what you mean by that and what evidence you have to back it? And just that, those yeah. two little sentences, people, their head explodes. And then it's like, well, you need to get out <laughs> yeah. in the woods more often. And I'm like, dude, I live in the middle of a forest. I mean, you know, <laughs> hello. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, there will always be some kind of uh, excuse that they they stab at you, you know. Well, you're just uh armchair researcher. You, you're not boots on the <laughs> ground, so your word doesn't mean a thing. And, or, you know, I don't know, it, it'll go on and on, and, and uh, I don't really see it uh, stopping, <laughs> so it's just uh, stick to my, stick to my guns, and make sure that, you know, I have proper evidence before I put anything out, and do my mm-hmm. due diligence, and uh, I'll be okay, and my followers who do follow me they're wonderful and they're loyal and they will you know if anything ever comes up they're they're the first to contact me and say we we know you know you're okay (laughs) don't get (laughs) frustrated you're you're good Mm -hmm. keep up what you're doing and uh you have a lot of people behind you so don't ever stop and i'm like okay that's what i needed to hear as long as one person (laughs) understands what i'm trying to say then I will keep on going, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, just well, have fun with it at the same time. You definitely need we de- oh, we yeah. need that. We need your show, and the, there's so much um, tomfoolery, if you will. And it's nice to yes. have yeah. um, uh, more reality-based people in the community. But we're getting yeah. ready to hit the top of the hour here. And <clears throat> I wanted to ask Thomas if there was anything else that he wanted to make sure was said or 
I just wanted to make sure that Nikki is still planning on um, carrying on with the show, or or uh, you're you're not getting tired of it or anything like that. No, no, I, I'm not getting tired. I think what happens is is that there are some shows that can take a lot of lot out of me, mm-hmm. and um, I like to do a lot of research before I do a show. So sometimes I get tired because, you know, I'm not getting paid to do this. I don't, I don't, my, my channel's not monetized or anything right now. And um, so sometimes I'm like, whew, that took a lot, you know, to do that show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, sometimes I can get a little down about, okay, I don't know if this is worth doing, but immediately, I mean, immediately I get, the feedback and everybody loves it and and then I I'm ready to go again start doing it again for the next week and the next one so as as soon as it gets to be where I just am dreading to do it then I'll stop but for Mm -hmm. right now this is my hobby my love my you know this is where I spend my my spare time is doing this but uh the it be clear that I do have another life. I do have my kids uh-huh. and my family, and yeah. we, you know we do like to do a lot of stuff. So that'll always yeah. come first. And uh, this is my other fun stuff. So that's you know where I'm at, and hopefully I'll be doing a, maybe a little more in the future. Um, like I said, my husband is going to be working out of the country, so I'm I'm now I got to keep myself busy now. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I'm. I'll be uh I'll be doing I'll be doing this for a while. Awesome. For well, sure. I'm certainly glad sure. that we were finally able to schedule a show and, and get you on. Um you know, like I said, it's been absolutely mayhem for me. You know, I had that surgery, my back surgery and then recovering from that and then I get sick and it's like just it's gotta get better from here. So stay positive. I will. You too, man. Get healthy. Got to get. I'm glad all that's about behind you. So now you can have this oh, whole year to do stuff. You're going to be right. raring to go. I am You're raring have to, to come go. Up we've, to... Yeah, we've spent a lot of time in, over here in the URI, which I live right on the edge of, and finally being able to get back to um, walking those trails, and it's been so wonderful. We were out there again today, so it was just awesome. Nice. Nothing like being in the nice. woods. Well, I'd like to extend you an invitation to the Shindig up in Canada. As soon as uh, we get that settled, I'll send you an invitation. Well, I appreciate that. That would be epic, so. <laughs> it would. It would. Get to meet uh, Thomas up there. I know. That's a goal I have, one of the <laughs> top bucket lists. So, well, thank you both for <laughs> another great show, uh, Thomas. We'll probably be back. I'm hoping to be back again within the next few weeks. And um, I know we for our 50th show, we definitely, I already have somebody in mind for that. And they're from Canada. So, it'd be. Thomas is neck of the woods, so. But, again, thank you, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Nikki, thank you for coming on, and, you know, we we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invite. Thanks, Thomas. You're very welcome, my dear. Great talking to you again. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Stay in touch. I will do so. All right, well, everybody have a great rest of your evening, and we will be back here again for another episode of On the Shoulders of Giants, Talking Old Timers with Thomas Steenberg. Thank you all for I'm your support. Old. Mm-hmm. Not old. Not old, O-L-D, but O-L-O. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you for joining Monster X Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.